You ready to do this? Ready to sit and declare through your words and create goals in order to actually become the person you want to be in 2023? Friends, let's do the actual thing. Forget the fear of failure, forget the what-ifs or all the bajillion excuses we give ourselves on the daily and actually take the time to plan your goals for the new year. Because you know what? You are every single bit worth it. You can do this. Your goals, you can achieve them. The thing you want more than anything else in the world, yes, it is possible. Believing in all those things and more for you this new year. What do you say? Want to set some goals and plant the seed for our dreams in the year to come? Well, friends, let's get started on today's episode. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends. Not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 53 of the Best Day Podcast. Hi friends, welcome to the final episode of 2022 on the Best Day Podcast. I am your host, Haley, and once again, it is an honor to be here with you for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you are ready for a brand new year. Hopefully you are resting this week between Christmas and New Year's, not doing much of anything, and if anything, you are finding time to reflect and to reset. If you have not yet had a listen to the previous episode, episode 52 on the podcast, the episode before this one in your podcast player, I share with you guys five things to do within this week between Christmas and New Year's to help you get everything ready and prepared for the new year. So if you haven't yet checked that one out, after listening to this, you may want to go back and play that as it just has additional helpful tips and strategies to get everything set up for success in the year to come. I am so excited for today's episode. I'm so excited for all things beginnings and fresh start and new season full of life and hope and excitement, and more importantly, full of all things joyful. Now, we're going to do this. We are going to sit down and we are going to talk about how to set goals in order for us to truly live our best life in the next calendar year. And so I am so excited to share with you my heart for goal setting and planning, as well as just creating a vision board to allow you to give yourself the tools you need to actually live the life you truly desire in the new year. And I am believing that it is possible that you are worth it and that you can absolutely do this. You ready? Well, let's do this. Okay, before I begin, I feel like I need to share that I 
have quite the history of setting audacious goals and over bombarding myself with crazy, insane expectations, all to then never revisit my goals and to just think, hmm, well, that was a funny thought way back when, but of course, nowhere near in the ballpark. Since then, I have focused a lot on trying to refine my goals through creating actionable steps, realistic goals that can actually be attainable. And through doing so, I have found a lot more success in getting to the place that I truly hope to go. Now, I am not perfect. I fail all of the time. Please listen to that and understand that completely. But I feel like I have learned quite a bit through the process of what works in setting a good goal and then what doesn't work and what creates automatic failure from the beginning. So the very, very first thing I want to share in this step of goal setting and goal planning for the new year is a quick little summary of SMART goals. Now, you probably are familiar with this. SMART goals are in these days. It's something that a lot of people love to spend time to talk about and for good reason. Because a SMART goal is setting a goal that is something that is actually setting you up for success. Now, I wanted to say, because a lot of people set goals, something that I have done since the very, very beginning of my years as a high school teacher, I remember the very first semester, I gave my students a goal sheet and I went over in detail the reason and the importance and the emphasis of setting goals and setting up short-term goals and long-term goals, goals related to the class, goals related to something outside of the class, doing so to really have them think internally and reflect on what it truly is that they hope to accomplish in that semester that we spend together. But also I would do it because I wanted to get to know them. I wanted to be able to know what their goals were and what they truly desired to achieve in order for me to help support them. And so when we plan out a SMART goal, right, when you're sitting down and reflecting and looking through all the things in your hopes and dreams, all the things buried deep within the depths of your heart, it's important to think through things realistically. So when you are setting up your goals, the SMART goal stands for, S is for specifics, so wanting to make sure your goal is very, very specific, needing to be able to identify exactly what it is. If you want to grow a successful business, that's great. What about that business? Specify what it is you desire. If you want to have a stronger relationship What does that stronger relationship look like? So be very, very specific with the goal that you want to achieve. The second component of a SMART goal is measurable. You have to be able to measure the goal. You are unable to figure out whether or not you succeed if it is not measurable. This is something that as a previous cross-country coach, I coached cross-country for, oh goodness, eight years as my time as a teacher. And those memories mean so much to me. And a lot of the cool things I was able to do was to help, you know, team up with and partner with athletes and high school students as they competed competitively through running and help come together with them in partnership of, hey, what are the goals that you hope to accomplish? And we often focused on a goal that was measurable, something that you could actually figure out whether or not it is achievable and whether or not you obtained it. The third component of a SMART goal is achievable. 
It needs to be a goal that you know can actually be achieved within the time frame that you are hoping to achieve it. This is not the time to play one day in a faraway fantasy land. This is what's going to happen. Dream big, but be realistic in terms of what can actually happen, which brings me to the fourth component of a SMART goal, which is a goal that is realistic, as well as the final component is timely. And what timely means when we talk about a SMART goal is a goal that is measured via time. You must have a date on it. You need to know either when this is going to be accomplished by, when the project needs to be completed for, You need to set a time to it, and that is what is going to lead you to success. So as you sit and reflect and do a self-assessment and really evaluate within your own heart what's going well and what's not going well, you might start to realize, okay, I have a list of goals that I desire, of things that I hope to achieve. Maybe it's more of a vision. Maybe it's more of a dream. Maybe it's more of a reality that you hope to become legit, whatever it is, you start to have these very specific occurrences in your mind. Now, my husband and I, we actually went on a little informal marriage retreat. It was just the two of us. We snuck away to Highlands, North Carolina, stayed at the beautiful Half Mile Farm. That property is gorgeous. If you ever have a chance, please go. It is stunning. And while we were away, we really truly sat down and worked through our goals. And the way we did this, which I think was really cool, kind of came to me in the moment. It wasn't something I necessarily planned to do, but it just so happened as we sat through a coffee shop one morning, we looked through many different areas of our life and we just sat down and we created a brain dump. So the first thing we did was within our marriage and we just spent about five minutes quietly personally, not with one another, just doing our own thing, reflecting on things that we hoped to achieve, outcomes that we wanted, things that we were hoping for within our own marriage. And then after we jotted down our list, we came back together and looked over the list and shared and had conversations about, okay, what are these things that we're hoping for and how can we actually create them to be a reality? And then we did that within our family, right? As parents, we did that individually. So we went through many different components of our life to see what are the things that we desire. And I think that's a really great starting place. You need to start with that self-assessment. And that's really what I talk a good bit about in the previous episode, reflecting and self-assessing your own being and your own actions and lack of action to figure out, okay, what are the things that I actually need to achieve? And so that's a great starting point, right? Setting goals. I think most of our life, We grow up with culture telling us at the beginning of a new year, we have to create a new year's resolution of what is going to change, how things are going to be different, what are the hopes and dreams that we have. And a lot of times they're pretty far-fetched. A lot of times they are based on the expectation of perfection with very little room for failure. And so setting goals is great and all until you fall incredibly short. And then when you fall incredibly short and start to value yourself according to your fault, that's when we have a problem. And so as much as I love setting goals and as powerful as goal setting is, if it's not done the right way, it can lead to potential disaster. Instead, focus on shifting your goal planning into more of a conversation with your mind 
on how do you actually want to feel this year. So my very first step to goal planning for the new year isn't really to goal plan. It's to focus more on a feeling. Think through how you want to feel in the coming year. What are the things you want to feel physically? What are the things you want to feel mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Focus on the feeling. Again, goals are great. They're fun. They're exciting. But whenever we tie a desire to a number, when we create that concrete goal, it can be incredibly restricting and incredibly binding. So instead, shift the focus to a feeling on how you want to feel this year. How do you want to be? How do you want to think? How do you want your emotions to feel? How do you want your heart to feel? Focus on those things and then think through the plan of what it will take to actually get there. Get to the feeling, not the goal. Do you want to feel more alive? Well, great. What are the steps to take to do so? Do you want to feel more rested? Amazing. How are you going to do that? Do you want to feel more present? Well, fantastic. What are the steps going to be to get there? Do you want to feel less busy? Do you want to feel less rushed? Do you want to feel less stressed? Focus on how you want to feel and allow that to be your guide to setting this goal for the new year. Focus on how you want to feel and then plan through the steps you are going to take in order to get there. Based on how you desire to feel, use that as a guide for your vision. And based on that vision of what you truly hope for, rooted in how you truly desire to feel, allow that to be your standard for how you live each and every day. So this brings me to the second step for goal planning for the new year. And that is to break down your goal into super tactical steps, right? So again, we're talking about this goal more as a feeling. How do you want to feel? Maybe you want to feel healthier or maybe you want to feel full of more joy. Maybe you want to feel more connected to your close friends and family. Maybe you want to feel more dedicated to your commitments. Whatever it is, whatever that feeling is, let's focus on that feeling turning into the actual goal that we hope to accomplish. Divide that into super tactical steps of what are the actual actions you need to take in order to get there. So focus on creating little tiny actions that will result in big impact and allow you to reach even closer to your dreams. So Do another brain dump. If you are wanting to feel healthier, well, what is that going to look like? Does that mean you want to make sure you're drinking plenty of water? Does that mean you want to make sure you're going to bed earlier? Does that mean you want to make sure you're incorporating more vegetables within your diet? Whatever that is, start to actually put pen to paper as to what are those little tiny actions that are going to help you get there. Number three, the third step to goal setting in this new year is to focus on creating habits. This is where the success is. This is where all of the goodness is in store for actually reaching and becoming 
the person we desire to be and achieving that potential is to focus on creating habits. Taking that concept of a goal and instead focusing in on forming a habit to allow yourself to reach that goal you desire, right? So we have this feeling, this is what I want to feel. And what are the little things that I need to do consistently to reach that feeling? And one of the best ways to do this as you start to focus on, okay, if this is how I want to feel, and these are the things I need to do to get to this feeling, then what are habits that I need to incorporate pretty consistently in my daily schedule and my weekly schedule within my own routines and how we live my daily life in order to make sure this becomes a reality? And one of the greatest things to do to help you in this process is to habit track. And one of the ways that I love to do this, and I've actually learned this, this is something that Chelsea Joe Moore does from the Systemize Your Life podcast within her Systemize Your Life Academy. And on her own daily planner, when she jots down all the things she does within a week, and she's really big on time blocking. So that's a great resource if you're really trying to focus in on time management within your crazy busy schedule. She focuses in on habit tracking. So she will take a little tiny corner of her weekly planner and jot down habits that she wants to focus on within the week. And she will make a little note in her planner for those habits. So for instance, if I was trying to be healthier and that meant for me, I wanted to make sure I was drinking smoothies and going to bed on time and exercising, say, three days a week, you would log this in your planner. So at the very bottom of your planner or wherever there's a good space for it, you would write smoothie and say you wanted five smoothies a week. She would draw little check boxes next to the smoothies, and then that gives you the opportunity to track whether or not you do it. Same for going to bed before a certain time or exercising. The best part about habit tracking is there's freedom. There is room for life to happen because life happens all of the time. No matter how great our intentions are, life happens and things get messy. And so when you track your habits, it allows complete freedom for the messy to take place. It gives you the freedom to be okay when things don't happen according to plan. And instead, at the end of the week, you take a look back at your habit tracking from the previous week and you see, well, what worked? What did I do an amazing job with? What was a little unrealistic and what do I need to change for the next week? So that's a great way to help you reach the goals you truly desire to accomplish by focusing on creating habits to get yourself there and tracking those habits. And again, if you create habits that align with how you really want to feel, then you're definitely in line for success. And finally, the fourth step to really planning out, setting and achieving your goals is to actually visualize it. Focus on what that is actually going to look like and make it something you can physically see. Create imagery for what that is going to look like. Whether that is you writing down words and affirming statements as to what this will look like for you in your personal life, or whether you go to your Pinterest and create a mood board for 2023, pinning things that you desire and hope for, Or even if you go old-fashioned here and take a magazine and paper or even do this in your planner and cut out scraps of things that you want to see happen. Whatever the actual format here, as long as you are actually visualizing something and putting it on paper or putting it on a visual board or electronic digital board, allow 
your dreams and desires to come to life. When you can see them in front of you with your very own eyes, they become living and your dreams actually become possible. And this is so important to setting your goals for the new year. And finally, a few reminders for you because I get just how encompassing it can be at the start of a new year and how much pressure we can put on ourselves and how no matter how much we try, we can still kind of create expectations for perfection and create unrealistic expectations for living life. And so a few reminders as you go to think and reflect and plan and cast your vision for the next year. Have grace upon grace upon grace. Extend grace to yourself. Extend a freedom to yourself to be who you are in any given moment, to feel the things you need to feel and to be okay with it, to have room for days where things just don't happen, and to give yourself the grace for when you fall short because you will. But that's okay. Everyone falls short. And when we fall short, it just gives us room to stand back up and to do it again in a more proper, more correct form. Give yourself freedom, freedom from comparison, to not worry about how the world does it, but focus in on how you do things, what you need in each and every moment. Release the expectation of perfection. Please, 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 please. Just get rid of it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. No one's perfect. We're all going to take a misstep. We are all going to have moments where we are fully present in our weakness. And that's okay. That's what makes us human. There are going to be days that will be hard. And there are going to be seasons that will be incredibly rough and challenging. But those seasons and those days, they don't define you. They will most certainly refine you, but they do not define you. Be expectant, be excited, and practice a heart of gratitude throughout it all. Friends, I am cheering you on so big for this new year. I am here for you. I'm standing in your corner cheering you on, wishing you all of the success as you pursue your hopes and your dreams And I truly hope you take the time to sit and reflect and think through your heart of hearts and focus in on how you want to feel in this new year and doing the steps it takes to create the little tiny habits that it takes to visualize it in order to reach that feeling and become the person you want to become. Because not every single day is going to be a Pinterest perfect Instagram-worthy, sunshine and rainbows, glorious best day. But despite all the real things of life that happen daily, despite all those things, you can find joy and you can find hope and you can find moments of life even when you have to look really hard. And every single day, and it's that what makes each day worth celebrating. And it's that that makes every single day worth declaring the best day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Best Day Podcast throughout the year. 
of 2022, whether this is your first episode or you've been here for a while, thank you. You are the best. Your support means everything to me. And I cannot wait to do this again next year as we ring in the new year next week on a new episode of the Best Day Podcast. Friends, if you have not yet, could you do me a huge favor? Could you open up your podcast player and leave a written review? That would bless my heart in more ways than you know, and your support means the world. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. And until next time, friends, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.